Evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Cryptography for Icker Fall this year. Since we're only doing one Icker Fall story this year, <laughs> because we covered a bunch of them last year, and there's some there are a bunch of submitted stories on um, uh, on the Icker Falls well, website, but I felt you know what. Last year, we, we kind of oversaturated fall with Icker fall. So, yeah, we'll just do one this year. I don't mind either way, honestly. <laughs> Alright, I'll just start loading up the other ones. Now, maybe we'll, we'll, we might do a few other ones then, like, during the fall, but not, like, all of fall will be Icker fall. We'll figure it out. Are there not enough good ones to worry about it? No, we could definitely, like, do, like, basically, we could just do all the ones that have been submitted to the, the website, but... Mm-hmm. Would you be opposed to doing full Icker Fall, Mikey? It's a lot of Icker Fall. I, I thought you were just going to be, yes. <laughs> yes, you're down for it? All right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're doing um, a, a submitted piece uh, for, to the Icker Falls website. Sipography uh, or Kipography? Sipography? Uh, it's a word. Sipo cry five. Yeah, that works. That, actually, that could work as well. Uh, it was uh, uh, the story was submitted by a not an anonymous person, as far as I could tell. I couldn't actually find a an author's name, which I found very odd because, um, like even in the comments, Chris Straub commented um, on the story. So you think there would have been like, unless it was an anonymous submission, like mm-hmm. you would think there would be an author behind it, but. Anyway, um, so we'll go into the rundown. Uh, so there's this boy and his family in a poor part of Icker Falls. Uh, I believe it's Lower Aletheia. Uh, just getting by uh, in a three-family separated home during the winter before the Ethelor Summer, which in 1953 was an event in Icker Falls history that involved a chemical leak, and the sickness and death of a great many residents of the town. Uh, It basically turned the town to a ghost town for a a decade or two. Uh, While listening to the radio, his sister Catherine in the room as well, the boy hears an old woman's voice calling to him to sit by the fire with her. Uh, This alarms the boy and eventually the girl as the voice happens again and again. And when the mother comes into the room, Catherine's book that she was reading is just tossed into the fire. Uh, and she... Ro- uh, Not by her. Magically. No, yeah, yeah. It's just like... Unseen yeah, she's, like, yeah, she's just holding it and suddenly it just flies out of her hand. Uh, and when she goes to grab it to try and save it, uh, she starts writhing on the floor as scratches start ha- like just like um, assaulting her, her flesh. Um, when the father finally comes home that night smelling of beer as usual. He is skeptical and eventually puts the boy to bed before dealing with the dog. Hmm. I'm not sure if it's 
before dealing with the daughter, um, who is seemingly being assaulted by ghosts, or the daughter, or like later that night, the, go- the girl is um, uh, starts screaming because she's being assaulted by the ghost. Pretty sure it's later that night. Yeah. Okay. Um, time passes, and Catherine has nightly injuries from the ghost to the point where the parents plan to pull her from school because of like all the bruises and so that they don't, they, they're kind of worried that like people are going to start talking that, that they're going to be the shit Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, during Christmas, things die down, but then the day after Christmas, the, the entity begins, um, like again with tapping, uh, on the inside of the walls and like ticking like a, like a clock. They get noise complaints and weary eyes from the other two na- families throughout all of this. Um, in the apartmented house, uh, the Graysons and the Hearts are the uh, other families. Uh, the Graysons eventually leave, um, but the Hearts remain. That sounded like a, that was. I phrased that weird, <laughs> or the way I phrased that is like <laughs> the heart remains. <laughs> um, maybe that was intentional from the author. Um, in February, the entity starts focusing on the father, spewing hateful whispers to him and him alone, uh, and then following him around the house. The, day, uh, the dad stays out later and later, drinking and not saying anything when he gets home, just kind of getting home and just like just like sitting on the couch and, or like sitting, like just getting home and just like not speaking to anybody and just hearing while the ghost is harassing yeah, him, just hearing these voices in his uh, like that only he can really hear. Um, March, uh, comes around and that's the last straw as he comes home early, as the father comes home early and goes straight up to the stairs to Catherine's room where the mother's already there. Uh, Catherine has been spending more and more time alone in her room since Christmas. Um, the son goes to the base of the stairs as his father's body is thrown down them after a loud, a lot of screaming from above. Uh, the mother and Catherine come to check the lifeless corpse in a panic. Paramedics and authorities arrive later and get statements, but the family says that they either don't remember what happened or don't know what happened. Uh, the story ends with the mother taking the kids into the family room on the couch and humming an old hymn, or an old hymn, in a voice like an old woman. And that's the end of the story. So, that is the rundown of Cypography, or Cypography, or how you had it before. How how'd you say it? Uh, hang on. Cypocryfi. Cypocryfi. <laughs> nice. Cryfi, Cypocryfi. Yeah. Um, so, we move on to... Everyone tolerates the Grab Inquisitions! So, starting off with the one quote I have. Uh, Catherine... Catherine's eyes widen for a moment as he head jerks in the direction of the hearth. So I think it's supposed to say Catherine's eyes widen for a moment as her head jerks in the direction of the hearth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's my grammar positions. So Mikey, what do you got? <clears throat> so you got my one there. Mm-hmm. However, I have two front butts. Okay. And w- the first one at the beginning of a paragraph. So you know it's really not supposed to be there. Fair. But no one will remember this winter. That's how it starts <laughs> the entire sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just get rid of that but It's like, no one will remember this winter. And then the next one. Uh, but it doesn't. It only sings to him strange, trilling, non-words. 
that sound like an old woman coughing or a pig squealing. Yep. Yeah. So. That's your grammar positions? Yep. Okay. Gamer. I'm surprised. <laughs> All right. Um, so, after starting, after loading this up and looking at it, browsing over it, I spotted paragraph one, three, and five all start with it. So I immediately oh, yeah. went, uh-oh, Mikey's going to have a field day here. <laughs> yep, I have an it story. Why are you uh, shaking your head? No, nothing. Oh, you're like, like you're saying, no, they don't start with it. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to have a field day. I have an it story. <laughs> yeah. How, how long is the it story? Because there's a lot of it's in the story. Well, I, I limited it to sentences that began with it. Okay. Isn't that the original, that's the entire purpose the entire time? Hasn't it yeah. been? Well, I've typically also added it's where it is undefined. Ah, yeah. Even if it's in the middle. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. And then, I'm taking nitpick nook first. Okay. I did it. Um, In between paragraph two and three, it's double space instead of single space like everything else. Oh, God. (laughs) I know. It just breaks the flow. for me. It it really ruined the story for me, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Then uh, the quote here. It is three weeks before Christmas. His arm is in a cast. Um, brackets. He has forgotten why. His mother tells him he fell down the stairs. And bracket. And they're living in the cramped townhouse in Lower Alethea. So, um, where's the? Hang on. Either way, the calls out to me that the house has already been told to us because they say. Um, they're living in the cramped townhouse. Mm. So it sounds like it's a townhouse that has already been brought up to us that they're referring back to, but they haven't. I guess. So it would be they're living in a cramped townhouse. Yeah. I don't know. Unless it's yeah. the only cramped townhouse in all of Lower Elf <laughs> Elthia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will, like, I could take it or leave it, but I can see why it's like, yeah, I could, I could see it being a cramped townhouse, but I could also see it being just like the cramped townhouse, but like we work fine. But, but if, if it hasn't been brought up before, you're saying it's saying that it's the then that would make it seem like in this town that's is, the only cramped townhouse, yeah. and everyone knows that's a cramped townhouse. Yeah, but within the story, it is kind of the focus, like the location. Like it is. So I don't. I, I'm not like disagreeing with you. I, like I just mm. I. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Either way, moving on. They live in the middle. This is in, in regards to their location in the yeah. townhouse. Mm-hmm. Sandwiched between an elderly couple called the Hearts and the Graysons, who are a little older than his mother and father, but they have a son, Theo, the same age as his sister. Uh, because of the way that the Hearts and the Graysons are put together, it's like right after listing the that there's a couple, it made mm-hmm. me think that the couple were referred to as the, as the Hearts and the Graysons. <laughs> And then, like, the second family wasn't even referred to. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, yep. it, it made me slip up the first time I read it. Gotcha. Like, instead of um, doing all the describing in one line, you could break it up a little bit. Um, like, they live in the middle, sandwiched between an elderly couple called the Hearts and a family of three called the Graysons. The Graysons are a little older, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep it separated, so... You gotta keep them separated. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. You should be. Uh, so, it's snowing lightly outside. Not right now, but in the story. What? No! <laughs> How long is this report- recording been going on? Oh my god! It's only September. In August. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's snowing lightly outside. So, the fireplace in the tiny den is blazing softly. 
doesn't those descriptors kind of counteract each other? Like a blazing fire is a really wild and intense fire, I would think. And a soft fire is well soft and gently blazing burning. Soft. <laughs> blazing soft. Yeah. It's like, I mean, blaze like is a descriptor for fire, though. So like, I don't, it doesn't have to be like, necessarily be like... Are all fires blazing? Yeah, technically. Then it's an unnecessary word. Yeah, I guess. If I was going to refer to like, that's a fire and then that's a blazing fire, that makes it sound like it's a more intense fire. But it's a blazing soft fire. Yeah, it's blazing soft. <laughs> so how would you fix it? Pick a word. Like, I don't know if it's a really like intense fire or if it's just a gentle fire that's burning. So if it's meant to be a gentle fire, then just say soft. Just the soft. fireplace is softly burning. Okay. Okay. Surprised I'm the one who has all these discrepancies. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest, guys. I read the story and almost didn't have anything to say. You to find I, something? I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. how so, dare, dare you? you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and an Inker fall story, even. Oh, who can do that? <laughs> and and like, uh, I was actually, I was going to save it until my actual thoughts were finished. I was like... Because I was going to say, it's like, it's like, and that's my actual thoughts. So, guys, what's wrong with the story? Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or I, I can, I'm personally fine with the story. Like, fair. Either way, I'm not done. Okay. Number seven. <laughs> oh, paragraph. Is it paragraph seven? You mean? No, oh. like, grammarly discrepancy oh number seven. <laughs> the girl screams, falling down from the couch and reaching towards her book. As if she might still save it. Mother looks on, her face blank, as he can only watch as her sister suddenly begins to writhe on the floor. That is a little so weird. There's, there's yeah. too many perspective shifts in this scene. Yeah. It, first it's the sister, then it switches to the mother, and then to the son. But because of all the shifts, it I like completely misread it the first time. I thought it read like, the mother looks on, her face blank, and she can only watch as her, as her sister writhe on the floor. Then I thought... Is it a typo? Because it's not her sister, it'd be her daughter. Yeah. Then I had to reread it all. Yeah. Too many shifts. Uh, next one. Her face is devoid of expression, and without reason, he remembers something. So this confused me. Um, since there's no break, the break in between the two thoughts isn't clear. Okay. Because it's saying, like, her face is devoid of expression, and without reason, remembers something. Mm hmm. And without reason, he remembers something. So it sounds like almost that the the he on he remembers something is a typo. For like she, she remembers something. <laughs> yeah. Because it sounds like it's the same thing. Which is interesting because this story does have a lot of like punctuation. Like to, to get a dramatic thing. Like I remember there's a couple ones where it's just like, I, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's like. Just a bit. Yeah. Well, it's like the period thing period. Dumb, period. Like, it was like, there's like, at the end of a really? sentence, yeah, at the end of a sentence, there's like, it's like one word sentences, but it's there to punctuate a, uh, a statement. But yeah, like, and there's a lot of that, like, in the story, there's not a lot, there are a couple of run-on sentences, or me, like, nitpicky kind of run-on sentences, but like, otherwise they use a lot of punctuation in the story, so it's kind of surprised they don't have mm -hmm. one there. Yeah, this one just needs to be broken up to, uh, her face is devoid of expression, Period. Without reason, he remembers something, colon, and then lists what he remembers. Yeah. Number nine. Without re reason... Oh, this is what he was remembering. Uh, without reason, he remembers something. He has seen her in this pose before, and he goes on talking about the pose and all that stuff. So, when I was reading through this, I had to rebuild the, the scene a few times. It essentially goes... I'm going to have to read it. He has seen her in this pose before, her hands gripping not the sink, but the window frame as he leaned out as she leaned out of 
of her room to gaze down, saying something to the neighbor boy, Theo, something to the neighbor boy, Theo, who stood in the yard with his hands in his coat pockets. He was awakened by the sound of Theo throwing pebbles at his sister's window. So <laughs> there's a lot to like, it, it, like in, in a movie, this would make sense, but yeah, like it is kind of a, it's, I also almost think this scene is kind of unnecessary, like compared to the rest of the story. Yeah. But either way, it, yeah. the, the weirdness is specifically the last sentence there saying that like the, the first thing that should have happened happened at the end. Yeah, the first yeah. thing that should have happened in this. Oh, I remember is I was awoken by the sound of rocks at the window. I looked and oh, I rewrote it actually. Yeah. Remember something. He has seen her in this pose before. Her hands. Blah, 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 blah. One night he was awakened by the sound of Theo throwing pebbles at his sister's window. When he looked to see, he saw Catherine as she leaned out of their room window to gaze down. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, Essentially, it keeps going back and forth normally. Well, the the thing that you're missing is that she's leaning out the window while he's throwing pebbles at her window. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So she's, so she's a glutton for punishment. My, my, my comment on that is, like, that might be an artistic style from the writer to, like, show, like, that's, like, just kind of, like, like throw... Because this is something a lot of, of authors do to kind of, like, make a scene a little bit more artsy or a little bit more... Um, uh, I don't want to say pretentious, but it's kind of... Um, just, like, when they remember it, like, it's fragmented memory kind of thing, right? So, like... They, they do the, like what they remember, and then they remember what, how it started. And like it's that. So it's like, I... I, I it's you know me. I hate I know, I know. It. I absolutely know. Once I build yeah. something, I don't want to be like, oh, god damn, I'm going to take all these screws out and yeah, redo it all. I know. Now. I know how much you hate it. It's, yeah. But like, yeah, that's... Uh, that's I'm just explaining why people do that. Mm-hmm. Like, and and why it might be done in this story. The way it was explained, it's like... The, the kid was just standing there or just whatever doing it. He was already awake in his room and she's looking out the window. And then it, then it goes back to tell about why, he, like he just woke up or something yeah. to the sound of that. So I had to redo everything. Yeah. yeah and so I, Mikey, you were going to say something. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, cool. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like, and again, like I, I thinking of this, I, I, I said, I didn't have that much wrong with it, but apparently I do. Um, <laughs> it really is just coming up. It's like a memory. <laughs> Coming up to the story, um, mm-hmm. I actually had, I had to read the story like three times to see if I could find something wrong with it I didn't like, and I still couldn't really find a whole lot I didn't like I didn't hate about the story, hmm. uh, or that irked me so much that I had to bring it up. Um, but I will say this particular scene feels like it, I don't know if it like it seems like a red herring or like something that like I don't know outside of like maybe just like the whole like theme of the story is kind of memories because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like forgetfulness or a lot of like. I get Supported thought, thought, uh, memory suppression in the story. Um, so, and like even at the very beginning, it's like the town has an, has a, has an older memory than most people do, or like something like that. Like people have memory have short memories, mercifully or like like that kind of thing, or unthankfully. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just like, why is like, yeah, this memory suddenly just kind of pops in and then leaves. Like, there's no real rhyme or reason. Outside yeah, you figure. The what because of the way it's laid out, it sounded like in the memory it's gonna be like, wait, I remember her doing this before, and then in that memory it would be like it would click to him why she got possessed in the first place. Yeah, but it really it's 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 more like, oh, wait, I remember her doing like this, and that has nothing to do with the story. Goodbye. <laughs> like the memory's gone. Like, kind of. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah, right? Like just yeah. So. I, I get what you're saying though, like about like yeah, def- it's kind of like a like 
defragmented memory, and like mm-hmm. you don't like it because it's defragmented. It. You, you want you had to, you wish it had been defragged yes. <laughs> and like been like a properly a lot, like sorted. Yeah. But that's also not how some people write memories. <laughs> memories are supposed to be disjointed by their nature. Yeah. But uh, I get that, but yeah. it's not even said that, like, it, it's not like the end of it is like, oh, right, and the reason I even saw this is because I was woken up. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't yeah, go again, into that I, kind I, of flavor. Again, it, it, yeah, it, it's kind of red herring-ish, because it's like, it's just it's just in the story. Like, I guess for flavor, like, mm-hmm. to kind of give like give some more, like, character to the characters, but... I, I I personally like, yeah, like I, I, li- I like Catherine the, loves to be hit in the face with rocks. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> like I liked the story, and I still didn't really get this, uh, mm. the sequence. Yeah. Here's moving on. Yes, number ten. Uh, um, in regards to the paragraph about Theo throwing rocks at the window and Catherine leaning out the window, so that gets described. Yeah. And then the next paragraph starts with he had he has heard pebbles striking at the window many nights since then, but ignored them. And this should be the conclusion of the previous paragraph. Yeah. Because it's talking about the exact same thing. And then after that sentence, it goes on to something completely different. Yeah. Again, like... Number 11. It almost feels like the story <laughs> has, like, ADHD a little bit. In that in that one spot, like, like it almost... It went on a tangent. And then again, and ra- railed itself back in. Oh, God. And now I know how you guys feel. I apologize. <laughs> Number 11. Um, there's sitting around the kitchen table and father is glowering at him mm. glowering a not? scowl i was oh, not, i did not know oh, what okay. glowering was i was you know i read that i was like i wonder if he's going to like comment like what the hell's glowering i was like well guys it's like this yeah. <laughs> i was going to correct it to glaring yeah but no the glowering is actually a term mm-hmm. so that's being neat mm-hmm. you learned something i did number 12 when the paramedics and the police arrive and ask each of them to in turn what happened um, so, wait, did I correct that, but not, <laughs> I didn't put in, hang on. You didn't put in the right, I didn't put in the original quote. Shit. Shit. Well, it's the only time the police show up. I could find it quick. Oh yeah. The paramedics and <laughs> the paramedics, the police. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm talking about already. Yeah. Again, punct- it's, I'm going to rack this up for, to punctuation, but yeah, let's, I want to see what you have to say about it. When the paramedics arrive, comma, when the police arrive, comma, and ask each each of them to in turn what happened. So it's kind of like the when the is kind of unnecessary when you could just go when the paramedics and the police arrive instead yeah. of when the paramedics arrive, when the police arrive. I'll accept your revision, but at the same time, I'm fine with the style that the author has used for that. Like, cause again, it's a type of punctuation. It's a type of like, it's a type of writing style, like, but, but also the way it's saying is like when the paramedics arrive, Come. When the police arrive, police, yeah. it, like it's it's sounding like they show up at different times, but we don't they, know they when be. they're being questioned. Whether or not it's when the police arrive or when the paramedics arrive that they're questioned. Yeah, like you could be saying when the paramedics arrive, they check to see if everyone's okay. When the police arrive, they show up and question everyone. Like it sounds like they're sectioned out into two separate events, mm-hmm. but I think they're meant to be the same event. When the paramedics yeah, and the police yeah. arrive, when the authorities show up, basically, yeah. yeah. Number thirteen. No, there's no more. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> that's all I can find. All right. Well, on to actual thoughts. Even though I've kind of spilled the beans, uh, reading the story, it was very difficult for me to not like it. Um, because the brooding atmosphere and descriptions, uh, neatly chronicling this phantasmal, 
uh, haunting of the family. There's something very, like, almost American Gothic about it, or just Gothic about it. Like, it felt like a ghost story, like a folkloric ghost story. Like, I've read folklore stories, like, like from a, like an anthology of, like, local legends and such that sound like this, like, exactly like this, like, the way it's written, it's the way it's told. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the, and then the callbacks to Icker Falls lore and little mentions to other stories always gets me excited. Like, like, uh, the Grace, or the Graysons, uh, uh, left after, uh, or uh, moved on to another, to a better part of, uh, of Vicar Falls and, uh, and waited out the, uh, the Ethelor summer, uh, only leaving a year after when their son, uh, van, uh disappeared. Runs, ra- ran away in the Stillwood. It's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, that kind of stuff, like, always just gets me. Um, and then even the sort of, uh, like Hollywood ending we kind of get where the supernatural, which was previously focused around the daughter is revealed to still be around and centered around the mother after the kind of climax of the story, which is the death of the father. Um, or perhaps it always was around the, the, the mother and we just never, and it just never really realized it. I'm just kind of a sucker for that kind of ending. Like I've seen this so many times, but and like most of the time I enjoy it. Like it's just like but this time, the get you, it's gonna get you. Like it's gonna get you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but like like that, it's like it's a traditional like it's a very tropey and traditional horror, Hollywood horror ending where like they have to have that zinger like oh god they didn't escape it mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, uh, that said, one of my the issues I do have in my actual thoughts that um, I did that was is a negative is I kind of wish the son had a name. The mother and father are fine. And, like, the Graysons and the, and the Hearts are fine. And then we get Theo, and we get Catherine. We don't get, the, like, the boy. Or the He's son. Boy. Yeah. He's just got, uh, dad of boy. Yeah, just, like, boy. And son. <laughs> or honey. <laughs> like, thing like that. Um, yeah. So I just kind of, like, I kind of wish the kid had had a, like, I also kind of wish the family had a last name. Because I don't think it's they have it. The Catherine family. <laughs> it's the Catherine family. I don't know. Or maybe they are actually called the the Cypocryphi. Uh, Cypo, yeah, sure. That's my last name. <laughs> well, we'll get into that because there's actually I learned some stuff about Cypocryphi. Actually, right in my next nice segue. Review you called this? Um, the title of the story, Cypocryphi or Cypocryphy or whatever, uh, doesn't e- doesn't seem to have an, an official etymology or definition. I could find, mm-hmm. although it does connect to the infamous Bell Witch hauntings um, when you search it up online. Uh, so apparently it is the family name tied to witch families, which are... Um, like a that's fam- a last name? It's Okay, it's it's a witch family. When I say witch family... No, but that word is a last it's name. Actually, yeah, it's actually a last name, or it's a family of like demons or witches or ghosts uh, that, were, that were named at the... Bell Witch, uh, during the investigations of the Bell Witch ghost. Mm-hmm. Because the ghost, like, said she had many names. And actually, if you read the the ghost, the Bell Witch uh, story, there's a lot of parallels between that and this one. Because it's about, about like, a poltergeist that invades a home and, like, torments the Bell family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's a lot, of, like, there's it's, it's a nice, like, kind of nod to that. Like, to kind of bring that in. Because it's also kind of it adds. It, it kind of borrows from a, from an existing American ghost story and makes it makes this kind of um, almost like a. It could almost be like kind of a connected thing to it. It's just in Nicker Falls. It could happen in the same world. Yeah, because um, it the Bell Witch Ghost is the Bell Witch Ghost, and she but she has many names, and that there and then apparently there are she is just but one of multiple 
families of witches or ghosts or demons that were plaguing that that uh, that haunting. Um, so they basically took. It looks like they just took the psychography uh, as kind of a, a connecting dot for the bell for the uh, for this haunting. Um, I also got the inf- the impression during reading the story um, of some familial like family abuse from the father. Um, like the he cast- shows up drunk all the time. Drunk all the time. Um, the boy is cow- like boy cowers from his, his father mm-hmm. multiple times in the story. The cast on the boy's arm that he doesn't remember how he got it, just he that his fell mother down fell down the stairs. stairs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The rampant alcoholism from the father uh, and possible memory suppression slash fear of beatings mm-hmm. throughout the story. Um, like he feels like he's going to get hurt by his mo- his dad. When he come, when his dad's like just like lim- lingering over him in uh, at one night, and like he's like like stand like still awake and basically just sees his dad through like slitted eyes, mm-hmm. and ra- but ra- and he's like fears that he's gonna get hurt, but his dad just like ruffles his hair and mm-hmm. then moves on. Like so, like the dad has some remorse, but he's definitely not a perfect person at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like the ending kind of has like this, like his demise is almost like karmic justice or maybe revenge on the side of the wife or just the entity that's involved. Because even like when, when Catherine comes down, she's got a slap, a red, a red slapped uh, mark on her ha- face, like uh, that of her, uh, her, her father. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe her, her father like, like slapped her or beat her. And then either the, the girl, the mom or the entity or something in between was the, the reason why he went flying down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a fair amount of reading between the lines in the story as to, like, because we get the ghost story part, like, the kind of blatant ghost story things. But then there's this kind of lying undertone of, like, family abuse and, like, again, karmic justice at the end, or like, like with, the, with the father. But then, like, the end, the mother starts trilling like, and like a hog or, like, with that weird, like, throat humming, <laughs> like the heim. Like the son was see, was hearing in the shadows, and he the, the ghost even leaves the kid a, a message saying everything's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. So, um, it to me it's a very um, uh, there's a lot of again reading between the lines in the story, but I really liked that aspect of the story because it gave the story a little bit extra depth to me. Um, but that's my actual thoughts. So, uh, like I was going to say earlier, or like I said earlier. I, I spent three. I read the story t- two or three times over the course of a week because I really couldn't find anything that I felt was like super wrong with it or like made it a bad story. So, what's wrong with it, guys? <laughs> Did you find anything bad that you did? Uh, like? Well, uh, after reading it, I was like, uh, "Am I missing something, or is this just boring and mundane?" You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> because the well, the whole. Um, Book going into the fire and her going. You just you 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 went the mundane route. I went the mundane route. She had a muscle spasm when she's reading the books. The book goes flying accidentally into the fire. She goes down to get her stuff, and it's revealed that she has scars, not that she gets them there. All right, that's fair. And there's there's hints. Of it's fair ghosts. if you want to be wrong. <laughs> no, I mean, like, again, like, it, it feels, like, to, to me, like, you say, like, you're, you're bringing up Mundane Sevens, like, that's, and to me, like, that's also basically all the criticism, like, uh, skepticism that people give ghost stories, like, actual yeah. ghost accounts. 
which mm. doesn't quite ruin the story for me. I should like, but mm. continue. Yeah. So. And then uh, the, the old woman singing, and it, it's explained in the story that oh, it could just be the, the neighbor next no, door. Neighbor, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then at the end, it could be the mom. Yeah. And then, like everything that, like all the damage dealt to the daughter, could be the abusive father. Yes. Because we already know I'm, that memories seem to not yeah. stay long here. Yeah, and and that's the whole thing. This is all being remembered, like kind yeah. of in what, what I like like about the story is it's first person, like it's or no, it's no, no it's not, not. not no, sorry, not first person. I didn't, I don't, I didn't mean first person. I meant it's in present tense, but it's done in present tense the entire story. Like it doesn't fuck up the tense. Or at least I didn't pick up any. I don't. I don't remember examining how well the tents were set up. Yeah. No, I. I didn't. Like, like, I think I did. I think for... I did the second time I read it, <laughs> just to make sure. But yeah, like the present tense, like stays present tense the entire story. So it's in the moment, but it's a memory that the kid has had is going to have for years on end. Like he's going to have nightmares of this this whole like situation for years on end. So it's kind of it could be like completely mundane. And it doesn't ruin the story for me. Because worst case scenario, the whole thing's mundane just through the eyes of a child. Yeah, which so, makes it look supernatural. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or because it's Icker Falls, there is a supernatural element to it, but there's also this family abuse thing, and that's maybe what conjures it up. In fact, a lot of people believe that poltergeists are the product of um, of like people of like children suffering from like family abuse and stuff of like that, or mm-hmm. like or they're like rebelling out of puberty kind of thing brings out and manifests topaic things like the poltergeist. Um, so yeah, it could be like something like supernatural again because it's falls. It could be something supernatural. It could be something fully mundane. Yeah, there was at least one story that was full mundane, wasn't there? I believe so. Like There's we didn't one. have to make a stretch to yeah, say it was mundane. Like in the story, it was essentially saying it was all mundane. I want to say that was convenience, but I could be wrong. I think. Yeah, I think it was the one where like there was a character. I think it was a woman, and she was just like. Not wanting, oh yeah, she was in oh. her bed, not wanting to leave, and there yeah. was a, a robber or something. Yeah, and she was like terrified of, of like dark. Of it, she was scared of it being a monster or something. And but it, it was, was literally just a guy that just killed yeah, her. She, it her was stuff her own fear killed her, basically. Yeah. And the same thing, kind of like this. Yeah. So, um, like, I like the duality of this story. Even though you're bringing it up, it's like, oh, this was boring because it was just a mundane thing. I don't see that as boring. Like, at least my perception. That's it has a duality to it. That it could be supernatural if you have that mindset, or it could just be like a mundane. Like human horror because family abuse is horrific. Yeah. But and then the mother pushing the father down the stairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after she, he slaps the uh, the daughter, that was the last straw. Mm-hmm. And then he goes flying down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And, and he, mother super strength is a real thing. Yeah, no, that is. <laughs> like the cars and shit. Yeah, that's not even a joke. That's, yeah. Yeah, that is a real yeah. thing. Also, like, he's super drunk, so he's, he's easy to trip up. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that—that's my take on the story. That's that's perfectly fine. I I accept it. In fact, it makes it better. All right. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just like it like we were there. Like I was like, I was like, what's your buddy's move? I just get jumped. Like, so come at me, bro. Come at me. You're agreeing with him, though. I know. I know. I'm just like it seemed like there's some like like. Like you're gonna attack intensity. each other for some reason. <laughs> He's like mood intensify or like like opinions intensify. Mm-hmm. 
There's anime lines going around yeah. here. Exactly. It's like JoJo's. It's just like, whoa! It's like, power the stands and will. I don't know anything about it. It's talk about it later. Good. Good. <laughs> it's very difficult to explain. Move on. Cool. Excellent. Let's move on. So, to moving on, note time. Yeah. Um, first note is, I believe it's right at the very... St- I'm going to double check that. I should have made a note of it. Yes, it's the very start. It destroys the family this kind of winter. Yeah. So at least we know that the, who the narrator is. It's Yoda. <laughs> yeah. It destroys a family. It's this kind of winter. <laughs> family, it destroys, family destroys this winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of the writing style of the story. So like I, and I know it's probably going to piss off some people. Well, gamer. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like I'm like that, that's part of the reason. That's part of the charm for me for it mm-hmm. is uh, the style. So uh, th- there's also a, a technical issue that I forgot to bring up because it's in my it story. Okay. But uh, based on that... Wait, why didn't you do your it story? Well, yeah, I don't you know. do the it story. But it, it's basically the first two sentences of the it story. Well, you're doing it after you stop talking. So, yes. Uh, it destroys a family this kind of winter. It is three weeks before Christmas. Yeah. So the... It's it, not winter. What? December is, is still winter. December 21st is the first day of winter. Oh, Mr. Oh, actual oh. Technical. All right. All right. Listen, sir. I've had about enough of your nitpicking shit. If there's snow on the ground, it's fucking winter. Well, that's the thing. It's also in... in well, it would, there wouldn't be snow. In, it'd be surprising if there was snow in, in West Virginia. Because West Virginia, they don't get... It's like the southern states. They don't get snow. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Or if they do, it's very little snow. November is winter. Yeah, at least to us. Yeah, that, that is actually true. Like, cause like, yeah, it's technically uh, fall is August, September. No, is it September, October, November? No, it is. Oh, shit. I'd say August. Is no, summer. yeah, August is actually part technically part of uh, part of summer or part of fall. Yeah. But we always associate with summer because of summer break. Uh, and then winter is summer. December, um, December, January, February, March, mm-hmm. and then spring is. April, May, June, July, because April showers bring me flowers. Mm-hmm. So, but that, wait, wait, this really isn't that important. <laughs> no, it isn't. I'm just. Oh no, no, no. There's three. No, there's three months in every in every season. Mm-hmm. So, September, no, October, November. So, but December <laughs> is still a, a month in winter. It is. Yeah, but this happens three weeks before Christmas, which means it's still fall. And not winter. I hate you. <laughs> Damn you and your nitpicking. <laughs> All right. I don't think I, I don't care. That's the thing. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me because yeah. I don't give a shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now, no, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so defeated. Yeah. You do it, gamer. <laughs> And now, an it story by Mike E. The E stands for evil. Or wait, or isn't it conjunction junction? Yeah, no, that's no, 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 only if that's it's for conjun- engine by. Yeah. Oh, okay. For an it story, it's the it story. So yeah, it's an it story. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear in the background, whatever. <laughs> like we just like walking up in the background. <laughs> it destroys a family this kind of winter. It is three weeks before Christmas. It was a single residence, an immense stone thing 
but over the years it has been sectioned off until it can serviceably house three families. It is snowing lightly outside, so the fireplace in the tiny den is blazing softly. It looks like she is preparing to say something when the book jumps out of Catherine's hands, flies across the den, and lands in the fire. It begins with tapping and tickling, like the innards of a giant watch, but soon it becomes knocking, pounding, smashing. It comes to his room one night in the middle of January, crawling around on the darkness of his ceiling, and he fears it will come for him now, push him out of bed, blacken his eye. It whispers at him from the corners of the kitchen while they eat dinner, calls him names, says things that even make the old man's burly face turn red. It follows him around the house, its footsteps tapping in his wake, though, judging by the sound, it seems to have anywhere from two feet to seventeen. It is bellowing, animal-like, and then it tumbles forward, and its head hits the steps with a sickening crack. It makes him think of a lullaby. The sound rolls outward, filling the room, welling up from within her throat, as her lips are held tight and unmoving, and her throat bobs. It is a deep, sonorous, unlike any humming he will hear again. Soft and grating all at the same time. That is almost a like super streamlined, succinct rundown of the story. Except the fact Except that the, the book flew into the fire, and then the book was like crawling on the on the ceiling, <laughs> tormenting them. And the book like yeah, it, gave that's uh, the gave her yeah exactly. It's, it's, it's and the then, yeah, exactly. And the book was walking on either two or fourteen or whatever legs. So it's either like with the book together, or it's just or it's the two all, spines, or it's all open up and all the yeah. pages. Exactly. Yeah. And then the book falls and smacks its head <laughs> on the with stair. A sickening crack. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a spine crack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's just the creature being derpy. It's like I'm so evil, evil. Ah, crack. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. That story's called the bookworm, or something like that. Oh, I, the bookworm with a with a Y. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Because poor literacy is cool, <laughs> as Linkara has said multiple times. Mm-hmm. So onwards with the rest of game. Any other thoughts? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> so soon after the first sentence, it may be the very next one. Yes, it is the very next one. Towns have a long memory, the falls especially, though the memories of people are mercifully or unfortunately short. In a little less than seven months, he and his mother and sister will move away, and the onset of what will be called the El- Elthenor summer? Ethelor. Sure. So my, my question to that is, 
who, who, and who. Like, these characters are described, like, they're brought up like they've already been... Once again, yeah. something is brought up like it's already been described, mm-hmm. and it's not, so I don't know who these characters are. Yeah. Well, that's for the rest of the story to get it. But yes, I can see why you would like it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's what they call putting things in the media res. <laughs> again, it's an, art, it's, it's an artistic style of writing. But yeah. Fair. Um, also, it's like... It only took it took me the second read to realize that they basically spoil what happens to the dad. <laughs> yeah, right they start, it's that, not mentioned. Yeah, like in that first like set of verses, basically they spoil the, uh, that like yeah. something is going to happen to the dad. When I was reading through this, when the dad showed up, like, oh, there's a dad. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even aware there was one. Well, I, yeah, I completely like forgot about like the. the I think he was brought up once before, but he didn't yeah. actually show up. But yeah, and then moving on. Uh, there's a couple of notes I made in regards to specifically locking down the timeline it's in, because it doesn't specifically say. <laughs> it does without yeah. saying it, yeah. because I actually had to look, I actually had to pull out my uh, my book of, uh, or either, I think I should use the website, but it's also on, in the book of uh, uh, Acre Falls, a, a Quiet Community, like that, that published version of all the stories that we did last year. It says what year it's in? Well, it, it mentions what, where the, what the Ethelor, what happened, like the Ethelor summer, it gives the date of that. Oh, 1953. Although I guess it would be 1954. Uh, this would actually be 1952 because it's the winter. That's exactly that. what I came to with my with my um oh, did you? My guesses because uh, I didn't have that I know, information, I know, yeah. so I had to yeah. use other ways in regards to when it um when they reference Fibber McGee and Molly. I, I, just, I looked I it up and yeah, it's an old radio I, show. I completely like. I was like, all right, this must be some. It's some probably old, a thing. Yeah, I'm sure it's a thing, or like the person's come up with some other creepy Kendall Cobesque. I was almost wondering, like, are, we, are they just gonna be listening to Static the whole time? Then the next story will be Fibber McGee and Molly. Yeah, uh, but no, apparently that's a real thing. Yes. Yeah, so okay. based on the years that that was on the air, this takes place either uh, between 1936 and 1953. Yeah, that's how long that was on the radio. Um, I might as well go into my next uh, timeline lockdown one here. Yeah. Well, but, but you can't lock it down because clearly it happens in winter before winter. No. You're wrong. There's a pre winter every year. Yeah. In Everyone knows that November is just pre winter. Mm-hmm. It's a demo of the upcoming winter. Yeah. Moving on. The next, the next uh, part about locking down the timeline and what kind of solidified it is Scrooge McDuck comics. Yeah. Uh, the first comic with him as the main character was in 1952. Bam. So based on my previous timeline, this is either 1952 or 1953, which yeah. it was. Bam! I did it! You did it without uh, no having much knowledge of the Icker Falls lore. I found it out through Icker Falls lore. I found it out through cheating. No, I knew, I, knew, I, I knew the lore thing was a thing. I actually, I went through the because there's actually a, a history of Icker Falls like timeline, mm-hmm. and I just looked up where the Ethelor like summer happened because I knew that was a thing. Yeah, that works. And like again, like I knew like that. I knew what the Ethelor summer was about, which is terrible chemical spill. Oh, that's nice. That caused a lot of cancer, killed a lot of people. <laughs> Lovely. But yeah, okay, so that's that. Then moving on to uh, this one here. Catherine sits on the couch, her legs folded under her. He doesn't know why, but she's taken to dressing up lately. Right now she isn't even listening to the program in regards to the radio. But instead only half paying attention, eyes focused on the open book in her lap. My question on that is, why mention that she's taken to dressing up lately when you aren't going to even tell us what she's dressed up as? She could be a butterfly right now, for all we know. Mm. I I kind of like 
like I kind of took that um, as like she's getting old, as she's like she's mature, like she's basically hit puberty, so she's getting more into like dressing up. Like right when you're a kid, you really don't Dr- care what you dress up as. Well, like, that's the thing. Like yeah. I don't know the age of the character, mm-hmm. um, well, so she could kid. be dressing up as yeah. a fairy princess, or it could mean dressing up as in you're growing up and you're wanting to dress more fancy. Yeah, and that's what I took her as. I just blatantly took that. So. I just wish it said one way or the other. Fair. Because it it leaves so much to be assumed, both the age of the character and what the character's wearing, and also her dressing up doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. It doesn't go anywhere, rather. It actually does, to a degree. Um, with regards to the idea, if you take this as a poltergeist story, like a poltergeist haunting... Um, because again, like I said earlier, um, and I got this, I, I realized I did some work after I did some little research after uh, I heard a, I read a comment uh, underneath this one, mm-hmm. where yeah, poltergeist um, hauntings that usually spawn. Uh, they're usually people believe like psych, parapsychologists and all that believe that it they they uh, manifest from young girls who hit puberty or mm-hmm. have abuse and some of that. So I think it's. It's another call. I think it might be a callback or, t- or like a uh, like a very subtle hint that the the pol- of, of a poltergeist activity, and because she's again hitting puberty, so she's starting to want to dress nicer. Um, at the same time, it could also mean like something like again like the poltergeist could be because of the the abuse in the family. But again, that nod is there because like if you know poltergeist lore, that's kind of what happens. So, well, I didn't do research on that, that's- so I took it at face value mm. and. At, at face value, I have no idea what it was. So, right. so I kind of viewed both of them as still children, yeah. not like prepubescent children. And because of that, dress up would mean costume. Okay. Because it doesn't say one way or another. But moving on. Did you hear that? He asks. Hear what? Is what Catherine said. Um, and then he re- uh, repeats what he heard. Uh, Catherine's eyes widen for a moment. As he, oh, oh, right, this is a typo. As he head jerks in the direction of the hearth, then she blinks. It's the radio, she says. So, did she hear it or not? Because she seemed to imply that she didn't hear it when she said, hear what? And then after he repeats it. Oh, no, she, he doesn't repeat that. That's actually, that. that's the ghost. No, it doesn't say that. It's a conversation where he goes, he asks this, yeah. she answers with that. She and answers then, with hear what, which would be a then, question, which means the kid would respond with, dearie, I'm cold. Like, he just responded with exactly what was said. I thought the same thing, the first read. The second read through, though, um, I looked at those, that sent, like that like that whole thing. It's like, because I thought the boy was repeating the same yeah. thing. But then the next one, she's like eyes widening and looking over to the, uh, like, she jerks over to the, uh, the, the, the hearth as if she had heard the voice over there. So but she I, says it's the radio, which is not the heart. She that's what she says, like to kind of calm herself. I think personally that that was actually the, the voice again, and she like looked over, and then she's just saying the radio because um, because the radio's on, and she's trying to calm herself down. Like she's trying to logistify it. Like she's trying to uh, she's trying to be skeptical in that moment because uh, she heard the voice. I'm not sure, like. If that's 100% true, but that's kind of what my headcanon is for that sentence. I just wish it said. Fair. Because it made both of us think otherwise, if that's the implied meaning of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And even so, regardless, she said, hear what? And then, okay, in the sense that she didn't hear it, yeah. and then he, respo- 
he repeated it, and then she said, oh, it's the radio. She wasn't paying attention from the get-go, so it's weird that she said so clearly, like, yeah, it was the radio. As if, because she says, like, I didn't hear it. What did I not hear? Oh, yeah, that was the radio, even though I didn't I, hear it. I do feel like there should have been a descriptor after, like, oh, is the radio? Well, like, like this, was it on the radio? I wasn't listening. Yeah, that, or if it is, like, that she heard the voice at the at the hearth, she, like, like there's it should be a descriptor after, like, it was just the radio, show, and, like, describing that she's, like, shaky and, like, her like tra- her resolve that, that it was just the radio. Yeah, nothing changed, so because of that, yeah. it made me doubly make sure, like, it confirmed that it was just the kid saying it again. Yeah. Because nothing changed. Yeah. So if that was intentional, it, it, it does need. I think yeah. The, the problem is like some clarity there. Because mm-hmm. yeah, when I first read it, I I thought what you thought, and then the second time I read it, I was like, oh, that's. I don't think that's the boy. I think that's actually the spirit again talking. Um. Like and then like she. That's why she's jerking to the like looking at the hearth. It's not that like she's looking at the hearth because she's not looking at the hearth like casually. She's jerking to the like her head or to the to the side to see the hearth as if something has suddenly like happened there. Um, and now she's in, she's in denial. Like the next, the next thing she says is in, is, I feel it would, would have been like, she's in denial, but it's not said that properly. It's not said that clearly to definitely say that. So hate assuming things. I know you hate assuming things, but <laughs> I need to make a song about how I hate assuming things and how you hate the English language. Yeah. How you hate this and how yeah. you hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I fucking, what's his name for left for death? I'm Francis. You're Francis. Yeah. You were legitimately, uh, 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 I hate English language. I hate, I hate. That's some assuming things. I hate having to rebuild scenes. <laughs> you must really hate the assuming song, then. I assume so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. You're showing me apparently. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yes. I was about to read something and then I lost it. Where'd it go? How's that possible? Ghosts. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was on the radio. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Next word. (laughs) Yes. And he can only watch as her sister suddenly begins to writhe on the floor, pulling her blouse out from the band of her skirt, revealing smooth, pale skin that has been furrowed with red lines. Uh, To me, this seems like the most complicated way to see if you're okay. That's like if I Hulk Hogan my shirt off to see if there's scratches on my chest. I just lift my shirt. I mean, she's also like writhing in pain and stuff. So she's. It's not like she's that. Like she's a little incoherent at that point. You would. Your mind would take the path of least resistance. Mm. Not always. If you had a chest burster coming out of your chest, <laughs> would you do that? Or would you go, oh? <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. I just lift your shirt up. It's for theatrics. <laughs> it's overly complicated. <laughs> Welcome to writing, well, gamer. <laughs> it, it, I hate writing. <laughs> it's because the, those uh, markings were already there before, and her moving made her wince in pain. So she's like, oh, well. Get rid of this by That's if you know with the mundane route, but yes. It proves the mundane. And then... <laughs> I remember that. Now, the mother did say that she saw them, like, happen. But that's also, like, false memory and skepticism, skepticism, skepticism. Well, technically, this whole thing is a false memory. Yeah. Of ghosts. <laughs> a ghost of a memory. <laughs> Hauntings. <laughs> Sorry, psychographi. Psychographi. <laughs> we really need to figure out how to say that word. Oh my god, there's like a thousand ways to say it. Yeah. Anybody listening, if you if you do know the name, like how to pronounce that, can you just put like a how how to pronounce it in like in one of our phonetically write it out? Yeah, please. For now, it will be psychographi. <laughs> even though that's totally wrong. Or psychography. No. 
Um, so moving on. Things stay relatively calm until Christmas. Catherine reports every morning at breakfast what happened to her the night before. It pushed me out of bed. She tells her mother and brother. Relatively calm. There's a yeah. there's a ghost harassing your sister. This is normal to you all. I mean, it, it, at a certain point, it does become normal. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is the new normal. Or, or she's lying and she fell out of bed in the middle of the night and blamed a ghost. We were really sticking that Monday. Is it like once she's sleeping, like she doesn't have full well, control of her body, so just sleeping there, just like, bam, or, punches herself in the face. Or what's even darker, the dad's coming home at night and like going in there and like in a drunken like, rage yeah, every night yeah, and abusing yep. her. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Possible. Yeah. And that, and that was actually the super mundane evening because she just fell out of bed. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. kids have, uh, are more active when they sleep for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can, as a kid, not so much as an adult, you can start off sleeping one way and then twist when you wake up, you twist and then you're on you're like the other side. down or yeah. like, yeah. you wake up under the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's why night terrors are so prevalent in the mm-hmm. youth. Mm-hmm. And like uh, sleepwalking and such, yeah. She also be suffering from sleepwalking, possibly. Mm-hmm. But moving on, or perhaps I'm not. I'm not continuing what you said. With never mind. It's not like you're because you're like oh she's you said or she's no, suffering just, from just, sleepwalking. Just, and then, and then my next line was or perhaps it sounded like I was oh, continuing what you're gotcha. saying. But this is the quote: or perhaps uh, it pulled my hair so hard I thought I would wake up bald. Uh, ellipses slapped me. Ellipses push, punched me in the stomach. Ellipses gave me a black eye. Soon the bruises are so bad that mother is embarrassed to send her to school. Father consents when she asks that Catherine return after Christmas break. Blah 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 blah. So are all of you just you're all just letting this happen? Like, like no one even tries to figure out what's going on because they know. I uh, yeah, it, that could be a case. Or like again. A lot of horror movies, a lot. Of, actually, I watched a docu- a haunting documentary where the, a family was be- constantly being haunted, like uh, the, the children specifically were constantly being harassed at night by hauntings for months, and they couldn't do anything because they were fucking poor and they couldn't afford to like go somewhere or like get, take get some help. Then say it. Sometimes you don't have to say it. Sometimes it's between well, the lines. Sometimes you have to assume, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes assuming is right, but like when you have to assume the entire story for yourself. No. But all well, right, well, he is a drunkard. He is a minor, so he spends all his money on. Um, booze. I don't think he's a minor. He's old enough to have children. But um, <laughs> audience, I did that with the most like. Bem- not amused, but like the most like irritated face. As I, like, I feel like you were ready for that as soon as I went, um, yes. you're like, oh god, he's gonna sob. It's like, oh, low hanging fruit, what's that? Oh, more, oh, I want all the low hanging fruit for jokes. Yeah, yeah they're, they're hilarious. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but moving on. Uh, then the mention of the, um, of what's his name, Theo? Yeah, Theo. Disappears in the Stillwood. I'm like, yay, the Stillwood. Yeah. Perhaps <laughs> yeah. Theo is the king. Oh, no, no, it's the 50s. So it was. Why not? Yeah. When was the Stillwood King? The Stillwood King was in the 1800s. Was it? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. when the story was. The like first, yeah, yeah, remember the Stillwood King is the first person who got lost in the Stillwood, which is in the 1800s. Yeah. So he's not the king. I don't remember. He might have been eaten by the king. He was probably, probably. one of his kids taken. Yeah, one of the people who went missing. In the okay. I, I didn't remember the timeline of it. I yeah. didn't have time to look up the timeline. That's fair. Because time. Was of the essence? Yes. Mm. Since you read this like right before recording, no, <laughs> no, I, I know I'm, that is a joke, guys. He did read it last night. 
I assume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last afternoon. Yeah. But yeah. After getting a message from Mikey. Pretty much. He's like, by the way, I'm doing this and this. Like, oh yeah, I should probably start reading that. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> the old man's corpse slides the rest of the way down. In regards to him um, hitting his head on the top of the stairs and sliding yeah. down the stairs. At this point, I was like, old man? Like, is, is that Mr. Hart? Or yeah. are you using old man as a way to... Of what, like, a son would call his father? Or is this a random old man that broke in and was attacking them? It is a term for, for father. Yes. So, yeah. It's a term for an, it, an know, elderly gentleman as well. Yeah. But you find that out immediately, like, afterward, that it is the father. So no. it's just another... Yeah, you do. Like, what does it say that the father's getting taken out? It says the old man is being taken out. The old man this, the old man that. And then the, the mother, the mother uh, Catherine, come down, running down to inspect the dad's corpse. Or the father's corpse. Does it say that? I think so. I think it just keeps saying old man. No? Where is it? The, near the very end. Near the paramedics. It's before that, I think. Yeah, the corpse stops at the boy's feet, stares at it. Uh, Mother and Catherine are rushing down to him. Looks of astonishment on their faces. When the paramedics arrive. Oh. Okay, I thought... It just says, old man at the top of the stairs, old man snaps his neck, falls down, lands in front of him, done. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. Like, I... I I uh, people again. need names, yeah, or just his father, yeah. Because there's also an old man in the story, <laughs> Mr. Hart. Yeah, anyway. it was Mr. Hart all along. It's old man Hart. All Actually, along. it's not because no, uh, <laughs> soon after it says, "And they wheel the old man's body out under a sheet. The Hearts peek oh. out from their bay window." I so Mr. Sure. Hart's still there. Yeah. Also, I thought for sure. Okay, never mind. Nope. Old man, this right. old man that. And then in regards to the ending, so the ghost is possessing the mother now? Yep. Or was the mother behind this all along because the husband is abusive? Also, I'm, I'm kind of lost. <laughs> it's left for you to decide. Left for you to assume. Yay! Yeah. And then my last note is essentially just, it feels like there, I didn't realize I had a kind of slight note on it before, but it feels like there needs to be an investigation to all this. Um, like... You can't call the cops or nothing, like nothing at all. They're gonna like they're gonna care. I don't know. It just seems like no one gives a shit that all this fucked up stuff's happening. Like not even the characters. So like no one investigates it. The characters don't care about it. So why should I? As someone who has watched a lot of haunting like documentaries and stuff of that, like or like like true hauntings, um, like cases, that's often the case. Like they just try to ignore it or they try to get by with, with it there, like in their house. They, uh, and then when yeah, like happens, they would talk about it, at least. Yeah. Sometimes you're ashamed about it. Yeah. Like, if again, they all know what's happening, though, what's I, there I get to be ashamed you. about? People have... Uh, uh, when that kind of shit starts happening, people are, like, afraid. They're ashamed that, like, this is happening in their home. Like, I'm, I'm, I should tell you, like, this is what I've observed from other, like, from real haunting, like, cases, where the families are either skeptical or they, they're t- they're, they tell their kids just to ignore it, or... They are um, just trying to live, like trying to ignore it and like see if it goes away. And then, like, like even, even when like scratches and beatings and stuff are happening, they try to ignore it. That happens in real hauntings. That's actually an attitude that a lot of people have is keep it secret because they don't want people to know that they're weird. Yeah. And oh, it, I get that keeping it secret outside, but 
you figure you would talk talk amongst each other, being like, okay, if if the mother wants him to ignore it, then just say, mother told me to ignore it, so I'm trying my best. Like, it's also the 1950s, so the man of the house has the power, so she herself would feel powerless. And like, even like that's not even like just the fifties. That's nowadays people like there's abusive like, yeah, but like that. It's more so then because yes. women didn't have the right to vote. And, yeah, there's less there's less um like independence of women back mm-hmm. then. Regardless, when yeah. the when the ghost or whatever the hell showed up and started actually directly attacking the father, the father knew that they weren't lying. So at that point you would think the father would be the he would ha- he's the one wearing the pants, so he'd be like, "Okay, kids, just try to ignore it; it will go away." That's not like, always the, the case. father. Really doesn't do anything. No, the father's kind of an antagonistic force in the story. He's not a hero. Um, and again, that's kind of a thing that happens. Like he, he's probably like again to to mimic or to kind of borrow from real life hauntings. I say in quotes. Um, sometimes the fathers and some figures are are afraid to admit that they're afraid. And so, like, that's why he's going, staying out later and later and drinking more, because he's trying to bottle it all up inside, because that's what you do in the 50s and stuff like that, especially for, like, the time period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not saying, like, like yeah, it's not, it's not a, like, a, like, it's, it, it's not, the reason a lot of stuff happens in this is because of human suppression, or memory suppression and human, like, uh, faults and frailties. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what I find is... Makes it more real. I don't know, but it, it pulls it out of realism for me because it seems like none of the characters care about the other characters, even though they're all family. Like I get it if the father's an asshole, but even the mother doesn't seem to care that these okay. things happen to the father and also her children. That's fair. It's just like, there's no conversation where it's just like, well, maybe if we ignore it, it'll go away. Like if that was mentioned once, then I get why they're not talking about it, but. I don't know. No one seems to give a shit. That's the end of my notes. Okay. Uh, final thoughts? Even with your guys' um, like commentary and so that, I, it is interesting to like see the opposite because, again, like I really liked the story reading it. and I, But I was like, all right, I need to, like, I'm sure the other, like, the other guys have found some faults in the story. And even with them, I'll still recommend it. Um, if you're a fan of Vicar Falls or even just like haunting story, like a story of a haunting and stuff... Um, you'll probably like the story. So, yeah, I recommend uh, Psycho Cryfi. Okay. Um, mine's only a low-end recommendation, and that's only if you like the Iker Falls stories, because of the, the nod to Stillwood sort of boosted a couple points. But mm. um, for me, it everything had an explanation. Mm-hmm. So the to me the the entity was the red herring. Gotcha. And th- there's nothing that in my mind solidified that there was in fact an entity. And because of that it ruined the the horror aspect of it? Yeah. Okay. It, it just made it hyper realistic. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> and it it didn't give me that sense of wonder or anything of the supernatural. Yeah. Um, and it, it does have a bit of a horror side if you go with the route of the father being abusive. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not... Something. Like, human suffering is, yeah. by its nature, horrific. 
But, mm-hmm. but yeah, it didn't really do much for me. Okay. Because I've been a boring and mundane. Fair. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> like fight it because like I, I realized over the over the years your your opinion on like horror and some of that or like with, with, like it's not scary or it's nothing like there's no supernatural element to it. Like that's your opinion. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So for me, I hung on to the the fact that the book actually magically shot into the fire. Yeah. So I, I wasn't leaning on it being super mundane throughout the entire thing. So it got bonus points for me in that regard. And the story itself of what being what's being told is good. It's just to me the execution of it wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. For example, names. Um the climactic end, it was essentially a silhouette that fell down the stairs because I have no idea who it was. Even though this even though this it, day. Yeah. It was probably the father, but I, I don't know. Yeah, you had to assume and you don't like assuming. Yeah. Because there's multiple old men in this story. It, if it's meant to be the father, fine. Say it. You've called him a father before. Fair. So the the story of what's being told, I'll half recommend it, but the execution, not so much. Okay. Because I just had to keep rebuilding it so much, and I had to figure things out on my own, and I don't know. I just had to build too much of the scene myself. Mm-hmm. And the, the constant um, perspective shifts were confusing, and... Everything I've already mentioned. Yeah. So, grand total, like a very light recommendation. If you can bypass the, uh, if you can deal with everyone not being named and not being clear who's saying what, when, and such. Okay. So, in total, I guess 1.5 recommendations? Or 1.5 out of 3? What's yours? Like a 1? It was 0. No, I mean, I know 1.5 out of 3. So, like, out of the 3 of us, like... Because I recommended it. So, he did not. if I'm a if you're, 25%. He, he's saying, oh, he, was he, was he, oh, you're I saying, thought, oh, I thought you, okay, sorry, I thought you were 0%. <laughs> uh, I give it some points. Okay, sorry. This, so, I guess 2 out of 3, then. <laughs> if only because you guys were half recommendations. But my, I'm like my, 0. 0.25. <laughs> yeah, um, mine's 0. 0.25 as well, so yeah. Okay, so about 1.5. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Sure. All right. Well, this was this week's episode. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. It's, it's posted, whether it be on Kiwi 6, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can um, uh, leave us emails at aldenteriorgamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-M-R-T-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. If you'd like to uh, talk to us on Twitter, we're at uh, Mikey is at the East Stands for Evil. The Gamer Nell is at the Gamer Nell without the W, because they took his one last character. Or because my name's way too long. Yes. Um, and you can also contact me at Review Cultist. Uh, you can become a patron. Uh, select the back you'd like to support us at on Patreon uh, at Aldente Rigamortis. And uh, you can get extra content, special episodes, early access. Um, you get access to our Discord server that we're uh, currently trying out. Um, and for our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And uh, to the authors and listeners of these of our of our show and these stories, thank you immensely. Because seriously, guys, without your listenership or your what was it, writership or authorship? Sure, <laughs> um, we really wouldn't have a show. So thank you. Uh, Wordship. You, hmm? Wordship. Wordship. <laughs> I don't know. Wordsmithing. Mm-hmm. Um, or word cooking, since we're, it's because <laughs> the whole creepy bring into a pasta thing again. Yeah. Um, 
Also, uh, if you'd like to check it, if you'd like, if you'd like the logo of our show and like to have it on some merch, we have a, a Redbubble account now. We do. So uh, go over there. You can get stickers, shirts. If you want ADR bath curtains, <laughs> we got you. Yeah. <laughs> mugs. Coffee mugs. Uh, I'm going to try and put some more extra stuff on there. Like uh, maybe some like, maybe our character, like our personas, like on a mug or something like that. Or even like some of our symbols, like the gamer in yellow symbol and... Um, Mikey symbol and uh, I guess the cultist corner symbol. Do you have a symbol? Well, I have like uh, every time I draw uh, us with coffee cups, I try to add like a little symbol on the mug, which mm. mine's been like the traditional elder sign. Yeah, so that's kind of cop- that was not copyrighted, but it's it's not your it's, own. It's not my own, so I've actually. Let, but I do have some other ideas for some uh, logos. Just do it like signs. like a book with the sign over it or something. Yeah, that could work. Like there's ways you can do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer Neil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis for Ickerfall. Sleep well.